This is 105.9 The Region. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine covering the world of horse racing, is brought to you by Woodbine, Woodbine Mohawk Park, and Ontario Racing. Over to your hosts, Jim Lang and Larry Simpson. Good morning, I'm Jim Lang. Welcome to Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine. Well, the first major day of thoroughbred horse racing in North America is here at Gulfstream Park today. Yes, it's the Pegasus World Cup today, which has evolved into a championship invitational series that features two grade one events. The Pegasus World Cup, one and one-eighth mile on the dirt with a purse of $3 million, and the Pegasus World Cup Turf Invitational, a grass event at a distance of one mile and three-sixteenth with a purse of $1 million at stake. Today will be the fifth running of the Pegasus World Cup. Someone who's been there since day one is Ron Nicoletti, part of Gulfstream Park's on-track broadcast team who is responsible for analyzing and handicapping the day's races and providing insight for the racetracks, betters, and followers. And I'm quite sure... He will have an opinion or two to share on today's high, huge and high-stakes Phil Carter racing at the Florida track. Also on today's show, well, still on the topic of the Pegasus World Cup, what would a multi-million dollar race be without jockey Mike Smith, who just happened to win the first edition of the Pegasus back in 2017 aboard Arrowgate? Today, Mike is aboard the 10-to-1 shot, kiss today goodbye, and I'm quite sure turning for home would be like the kiss the competition goodbye, as he tends to become the first jockey to win two Pegasus World Cups in a short history. We will talk to Mike and find out how he gets and gets ready and prepares for a $3 million race. And also, if you recall, he was in the show last fall. He had just wrote a letter to the California Horse Racing Board on behalf of the Jockeys Guild in regards to what he and the Guild had thought was an unfair rule put into place for the use of the riding crop by the jockeys. We will find out from Mike in today's show whether there's been any movement with the California Board in this ruling. And finally, well, He's back. Of course, my co-host Larry Simpson will once again try to sniff out some potential betting opportunities at, of course, Gulfstream Park today, maybe an additional betting gym or two, and some other North American action as well. And our ponies picks of the day. It's going to be a great show. You better get your HPI and Dark Horse accounts ready to go for some heavy betting action today. When we come back, my co-host Larry Simpson will join us and we catch up on some racing racing news on Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine, brought to you by Woodbine Racetrack and Woodbine Mohawk Park and Ontario Racing. More from the track when we come back on 105.9 The Region. Go from Dark Horse to Winner. Dark Horse is Woodbine's new easy-to-use betting app that brings the thrill of the track right to you. Its AI-powered insights and strategies help you make smarter bets straight out of the gate. Feel the excitement of live-streamed horse races wherever you go. Get $30 to start betting when you sign up today using promo code GET30. Download the app for free at PlayDarkHorse.com. Available on Android and Apple devices. Lymphoma Canada and Ponies 24-7 recommend that you don't horse around with lymphoma. Lymphoma affects the lymphatic system of both horses and humans, and currently there are over 100,000 Canadians living with the disease. Lymphoma is also the most common cancer diagnosis for adolescents and young adults. Visit lymphoma.ca slash ponies to donate to the Don't Horse Around with Lymphoma campaign. With your help, we can promote early detection, assist newly diagnosed patients, and support lymphoma research. This is 105.9 The Region. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine covering the world of horse racing, is brought to you by Woodbine, Woodbine Mohawk Park, and Ontario Racing. Over to your hosts, Jim Lang and Larry Simpson. Welcome back to Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine. I'm Jim Lang, and let me introduce to you to my co-host, the expert on all things ponies, your friend of mine, the one and only, Larry Simpson. Larry, good morning. Good morning. How are you? 
I'm doing okay. How about you? Well, I'm not bad. We are into a mini polar vortex. They're calling it from Environment Canada. It is awfully cold here, but it's awfully balmy and warm with palm trees and great horse racing at Gulfstream Park today in Florida. I'd rather be there. <laughs> you think? <laughs> <laughs> For many reasons, Larry. For many reasons. Good racing, good weather. It just, yeah, Two reasons, that's many. Uh, but for all of us with our HPI and our Dark Horse accounts, it's a great way to get it fired up again today and enjoy some really good and really competitive racing with some great entrance today, Larry. Well, there's seven stakes races uh, at Gulfstream today, including the uh, the $3 million Pegasus World Cup and the $1 million World, World Cup turf. And the interesting thing is that the Stronach Group have put into place a basically a, a, a rule that any graded stakes races, the horses cannot run on Lasix. So all these horses today that are competing in the seven stakes races, because they're graded stakes races, uh, they uh, cannot compete with Lasix. So that could have a change of form on some of the horses and, and that, you know, going forward. So as we look ahead to the thoroughbred season into the spring and summer, what are some of the horses we should keep an eye on today that maybe is going to make some noise down the road? Well, I think with the the World Cup, the Pegasus, obviously Nick's go, who's the favorite in, in the uh, Pegasus. This horse, uh, you know, romped in the uh, Breeders' Cup mile at Keeneland back in November. Somebody were saying that it was, you know, the, the track was speed conducive that day, and this horse is a speed horse, but... Nobody got close to them, and that'll be the interesting question mark uh, today is whether they can get close to them. Uh, there looks like there is a couple of other horses in there that, uh, you know, may uh, have, an, have an opportunity to at least run with them and set it up for a couple of closers or that. So, Well, it's an exciting day for horse racing fans, not just in North America, around the world, Gulfstream Park, the Pegasus World Cup. Uh, this is big money, big races. Starting to feel like maybe we're just getting out of the COVID uh, dark cloud over us and shine some light on us with some great horse racing. To talk more about it, thrilled to be joined by Ron Nicoletti here on Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine. Ron, how are you? Good morning, guys. Very good. It's a beautiful day here. We're going to have a lot of good racing this afternoon. Well, Ron, I mean, this is big for a lot of people. I mean, it's tough. I know here in Ontario, Woodbine's been shut down, all the horse racing tracks. So to see Gulfstream, to see races of this magnitude, it puts everyone in a good mood. Yeah, it's a good mood. You know, we've been incredibly lucky here at Gulfstream Park. You know, we only missed one day of racing. Uh, our management team was just incredible, saying, you know, we had horses here and they had to be taken care of, so why not run? And we've had a really strict uh, social guidelines, so it's been good, and we have a really fantastic card set up for this afternoon. A big race like the uh, the Pegasus and, and a big day like the Pegasus, uh, what does that mean to, to horse racing, do you think, especially in, in these COVID times that we've been involved with? Well, like you said, it's it, you know it's, it's like a, a light at the end of the tunnel. You know, we're going to try and have some fans here for the first time uh, at the meeting, and so it's going to be interesting. We're having 2,500 fans allowed in. Of course, they're all socially distanced, and uh, they have lots of uh, different protocols. But uh, so it sort of seems we're coming out of the out of the tunnel, and you know, we uh, have 12 races. You know, a three million dollar race, a million dollar race, and you can just feel the excitement. Uh, you haven't heard felt this until uh, that we had the Florida Derby last year. And compared to other editions of this event, wh- how do you rate the quality of the horses entered today? 
Well, they're very good. I mean, the races really came up bad. You know, most people who were zeroing in on the Pegasus Turf and the Pegasus World Cup Invitational, excuse me, but we have seven stakes races on the card, graded stakes, and they came up very, very tough and hard to handicap, which makes them fun. You're actually the one of the on-track handicappers for Gulfstream. Do you handicap a race like the Pegasus a lot differently than, say, maybe a, a maiden claiming race? Oh, well, of course you do. You have to, you know, you have some of the top horses coming in from all around the country. So not only horses that are based here in South Florida, you know, there's horses that have run in California, of course, up in uh, Canada and all around. So you have to look at that a different way and just see what these horses have done throughout the year. You know, uh, uh, class is probably the number one ingredient when you're dealing with these grade one races. So uh, you just try and handicap. It's like a claimer. You've got to figure out who fits the conditions best. Speaking of Ron Nicoletti on from uh, Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine. Ron, of course, from Gulfstream Park, getting ready for a big day of horse racing with the Pegasus World Cup. You can follow them on Twitter, at Gulfstream Park, uh, social media, betting apps. Uh, it's going to be very, very busy today. We know about a lot of the favorites. Are there any dark horse uh, entries into these big races you're looking at think they have a chance to maybe make some money and pull off an upset? Well, you know, you know, in race number eight, there's a horse at Delta's Kingdom, and that's the La Proviant, which is a mile and a half. And I just like the fact that this horse is stretching out to the 12 furlongs, breaking from a, an outside post and finishing. He was, you know, in the uh, in the grade three Long Island. I just think this horse is going to run well. Bill Mott is the trainer. He's been on fire. So I believe this horse is like 12 to 1 in the morning line. So a little bit of a long shot for me. And the jockey, Junior Alvarado, has just been riding fantastic. So uh, he's had three wins. Is I think two days in a row uh, leading up to today, Saturday. So we'll see uh, how this horse runs. That's my little bit of a price play on the card. How would you classify yourself as a handicapper, Ron? Are you more of a, uh, uh, a speed rating guy or a confirmation guy? Uh, uh, you know how the horse looks in the paddock, or is there various uh, attributes that you look at? Well, I, I like to think I take all of those into consideration when I, uh, you know, do my analysis. My, I guess if I had to put a, a label on me, it's, um, you know, a speed guy first with uh, trip notes second. I like to watch the races and see how they ran, see if I could pick up some nuances in the, the races that I can translate to uh, the next time those horses run. So, uh, it's all being said, I'm probably, I look for speed first. Being at Gulfstream Park, traditionally, this main track and the turf course has always been tilted towards speed. So, uh, I, I'm, you know, I guess that's it. So, uh, you know, number one, you'll see if the horse fits the race. And then uh, who might have the lead, especially at Gulfstream Park? You handicap, you also host. It's very different duties, but obviously it gives you great insight. You've been doing this a long time, Ron. What is it about it that just keeps you so excited and coming back for more? Well, you know, it's the you know the old story is that, that you know you are only good as your last pick, and I've been telling this story now. This is my thirtieth year here at Gulfstream. That uh, I was uh, doing an analysis out in the paddock, and a little old man called me over and said, uh, "Hey, you know, you should be on the news." I said, "Well, the guy thinks I should be an anchor." He said, "That's a statistic, you bum. They should kill you. So you're only as good as your last pick." <laughs> <laughs> All right, give us your pick for the uh, Pegasus, Ron. 
And the package this, you know, I tried to beat Nick's go. I just couldn't do it. That's the number fours. He's been nothing but sensational since moving to the Brad Cox spot. He's broken two track records in a row, and we were mentioning speed, and he's got speed beyond speed. He breaks from a good post, post four. You don't want to be hung out in the outside when we go a mile in an eighth here at Gulfstream. It's hard to get that really fast coming up to the first turn. So I wanted to beat Nick's go. He's going to be the big favorite, but I just can't. It's just everything he hits, he checks all the boxes. And the turf? The turf, I'm going with, say the word. He's making his local return. You guys might know this horse. He's stacked up uh, really frequent flyer miles. You know, this one, he followed his victory in the grade one Northern Dancer up at Woodbine. Then he was a fast closing second in the grade two Hollywood Turf Cup at Del Mar. Trent is Filamato, and he's got Flavian Pratt in from California to ride. I just see so much speed in there. I think this horse, I'm going to get a little bit of a price. I think he's going to sit a really nice trip. This is why we talk to experts like you, Ron, because you know. <laughs> Ron Nicoletti from Gulfstream Park. Enjoy a great day of racing with the Pegasus World Cup. You have a lot of people here in Canada very excited about it. Not just the fact that it's 85 degrees and palm trees in around the racetrack, but because there's some great racing, Ron. <laughs> Well, it's only 75. It's a little cold. Oh, oh, oh stop. <laughs> <laughs> Have a great day, Ron. Bye. Yeah, bye. When we come back, Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith, who's a very busy man these days, joining us on Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine. Stay tuned. We'll be back in just a moment. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine. Brought to you by Woodbine Racetrack and Woodbine Mohawk Park and Ontario Racing. Follow us on Twitter at 1059theregion. We'll be right back. Enjoy the thrill of the race anytime with HPIBet.com, the number one app for experienced horse players. Join for free and watch and wager when you can't bet at the track. Stream live racing from over 450 tracks from around the world. Bet with ease from anywhere. It's safe and secure. Sign up today and get one month free live race streaming. Plus, for a limited time, get a $100 bonus and your first bet is on us. Go to HPIBet.com to join for free today. COSA, the Central Ontario Standard Bread Association, proudly serving Ontario horse people. COSA, helping to ensure and support a collaborative and vibrant harness racing industry based on integrity and accountability. For more information, please visit the COSA website at COSAonline.com or call 905-854-2672. This is 105.9 The Region. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine covering the world of horse racing is brought to you by Woodbine, Woodbine Mohawk Park, and Ontario Racing. Over to your hosts, Jim Lang and Larry Simpson. Welcome back to the show. I'm Jim Lang and Larry Simpson continuing on with the subject of the Pegasus World Cup today. One person who already knows what it's like to win the big race is jockey Mike Smith. Mike, welcome back to Ponies 24-7, the horse racing magazine. Great to have you back on the show. Thank you. Good to be back on. It's a big day, a big race. Uh, from your perspective, what makes this one such a special event? Well, I mean, starting out uh, in the very beginning when it, it was the first, you know, the richest race in, in the world, actually, uh, at the time, you know, whenever they first started it out. Uh, so it was very special to win. I, I won it on Arrowgate, who means a lot to me. It's very close, you know, as a special place in my heart. And, and uh, so it's always cool to come back and get a, the opportunity to try and win it again. Mike, do you prepare differently for a race like the Pegasus than, say, an allowance race, or do you prepare the same? Well, I, 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 I kind of train myself like I, like you would a horse for a race, to be honest with you. So I've been working out pretty hard leading up to, to coming to Florida. So I've been working out in the gym and running about four or five miles a day and then just getting ready to – it's the only race I ride, so I want to be a 
110% fit. I think for a lot of listeners wondering why you need such a great cardio to be a jockey at that level, what makes the difference running that much and having your cardio at that much of a level, Mike, to win a race like this? You use a lot of lungs, believe it or not. Uh, you know, although it's, it's, it's a little less than, than two minutes, you'd be surprised on how uh, winded you could get. Uh, you know, you don't breathe properly when you're riding, and, and uh, you're using every muscle in your body, and, and it's, it's good to be really fit. When you're preparing for any race, not necessarily the Pegasus, but any race, how do you prepare? Do you look at videos of past races? Do you look at the past performance charts in the daily racing form? How how do you get yourself prepared? Probably like any any handicapper would, to be honest with you. I mean, at this stage uh, in the game, I mean, they're all pretty well known. Uh, the horses are. I mean, they're they're competing in the Texas because they're, you know, they've accomplished quite a bit. Uh, so you kind of know who they are to start with, anyway. But then, yeah, I mean, I post-position draws, where they draw, where the speed's at, you know, who's the closers, where you're at, uh, who do you want to follow, who, who you know, who's going to press the pace, who's going to be the pace, you know, just everything that, that, that a handicapper would, would do, we, we do as well. Speaking with jockey Mike Smith and Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine, walk us through a race of this magnitude. You're in the starting gate, you go, how soon into the race do you get a feel of where you position yourself and your horse for the best opportunity in the backstretch to win? You know, again, that that all depends on on, on the pace of the race, on what's going on up front, uh, uh, who got away good, who's in front. Uh, did, did horse like Nick go? You know, he's he's got a lot of speed, as we all know. So, you know, you you see where he's at. Uh, did he did he get away running? Did he get away in good order? Uh, is anyone pressing him? If they're going quick enough, if you feel they're going quick enough, then you can be a little more patient. Uh, if they've if they've gotten away with a little something, well, then you you need to put yourself in a spot to where you can make a good long run at them. You know, so it all just depends on 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 what's going on in the race. Let's change the subject for a minute, Mike. You were on our show a couple of months ago regarding the new riding crop rule in California, and you had uh, written a letter to the California Horse Racing Board, and at that time you really hadn't received a response back has there been any response back from the board no not really um i don't think anything will get changed in california until until we get a more of a national rule i think when when, when every every jurisdiction has kind of made up their minds on what they're going to do then, then maybe california will let us use it properly uh again we're fine with 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 the number they come up with and everything else it just we're still having a lot of trouble with, you know we need to use it the way it's supposed to be used properly. You get, you know, you'll get a big horse that lugs in or lays in or something, and it, you just you're useless uh, out there uh, the way we got it now. So, and other than, I mean, other than that, if you get a horse that's straightforward, well, I mean, you don't you don't need anything. Period. But but uh, that's not the case in, in in a lot of races, you know. What kind of feedback are you getting at jockeys who primarily race in Florida, in Kentucky, in Ontario? To what your plight is with this riding crop situation, in California, Mike? Well, to be honest with you, with COVID, we haven't got to go a whole lot of places, so I haven't got a whole lot of feedback other than talking to different people on the phone. Um, but the guys who have shipped in, you know, from Kentucky or New York, wherever that may be, uh, you know, they see what it's like, and they don't care for it that much as well. Well, some of them have uh, received suspensions, correct? Yeah, uh, you know, that's another thing. Uh, you know, it's so easy to... To go over a, a, a number, especially when you're in the heat of the battle, uh, you know, after after your second or third offense, I think it is, uh, you know, you can 
the maximum you can get in California is a, a three-day suspension and a thousand-dollar fine. That just doesn't seem fair, Mike. I mean, you guys, as you mentioned, how do you keep count in the heat of a race riding an animal that size with other animals around you? It's it's, it's very difficult. Uh, you know, you basically have to get distracted from from your job uh, to, to make sure where you're at. Uh, you're gonna you have to, uh, you know, instead of <laughs> trying to win from a second there, man, you gotta you gotta make sure you know your count and what you've done and. and you know, have you done it in, in, in the proper way that they want you to do it? Give a horse a chance to respond twice with a chance to respond. What a chance to respond is, no one has ever really come up with, with what it is. So it's just a guess most of the time. Uh, so, yeah, it's frustrating and it's difficult. Uh, right. Again, I think the hard that we're having, we're having with it, it's not necessarily just the number, which, you know, a lot of people have already been suspended over, you know, three days. Uh, several people have uh it's just being able to use it properly. Let's brighten up the subject a little bit for you, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> uh, obviously, life is good for you, isn't it? Especially with a horse by the name of Life is Good. Amen. Yeah, it certainly is, man. He's uh, he's a special he's a special talent. Uh, uh, we got the two turns the other day. Uh, although the margin of victory uh, wasn't as much as people would like, he he got to loafing and 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 kind of lost focus there for a little bit down the lane, especially the last part, uh, and, and made it a little closer than what, what he needed to, but, but uh, galloping out, he was still well within himself. I felt that, that he handled the distance very well. Uh, man, it's got the limit with this horse. He's got that kind of ability. You're on Kiss Today Goodbye this <laughs> afternoon, which is a great name for a horse. What makes this horse special? Why do you feel confident riding it? You know, he's, he's, he's really coming into himself right now. This horse is, he's training, leading up to this race, he's been training exceptionally well. Uh, he beat a really nice group of horses last time out, uh, there in, uh, California opening day of Santa Anita, uh, which earned him the right to come and, and, and give it a go. Uh, uh, you know, he certainly has to step up. Uh, he's probably be the toughest field, you know, or it will be the toughest field he's ever faced, but, uh, He's up with a challenge, and he deserves that chance. And I, I just, I love this little horse. It's horses like him that keeps you, keeps you interested in this game, right? You've you've ridden a lot of horses, a lot of million dollar winners, Kentucky Derby winners, and that. It certainly is, uh, and and not to mention just riding for some great connections, man. Mr. Cool Jack, the trainer, is just a wonderful, wonderful man, great mm-hmm. trainer, and, and uh, man, he deserves to win a big one like this. Uh, him and his owners are just great people, and and it's just, I'm just happy to be. To be riding for them and, and, and riding this horse, I, I really like this horse. I, I've been watching him from the, the from the grandstand, so to say, uh, most of his career, and finally got the opportunity to ride him last time out. And of course, it was a, a, it was a victory, and 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 I, I felt really confident that there was even more left uh, in him, and there was more room for him to grow. And, and it, it's, it's kind of coming together, and we'll see what happens this afternoon. Mike, always a pleasure. Continued success, good health this year, and uh, hope you win a lot of races. After the break, Larry Simpson analyzes the Pegasus World Cup and the World Cup turf and some other action today around North America and hopefully provides you a successful betting nugget or two. So make sure your Dark Horse app and each pair accounts are ready to work overtime today. Stay with us for Larry's Ponies Picks of the Day. Next, Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine, brought to you by Woodbine Racetrack and Woodbine Mohawk Park and Ontario Racing. Listen live at 1059theregion.com. Go from dark horse to winner. 
Dark Horse is Woodbine's new easy-to-use betting app that brings the thrill of the track right to you. Its AI-powered insights and strategies help you make smarter bets straight out of the gate. Feel the excitement of live-streamed horse races wherever you go. Get $30 to start betting when you sign up today using promo code GET30. Download the app for free at PlayDarkHorse.com. Available on Android and Apple devices. This is 105.9 The Region. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine covering the world of horse racing, is brought to you by Woodbine, Woodbine Mohawk Park, and Ontario Racing. Over to your hosts, Jim Lang and Larry Simpson. Okay, then, before we wrap up our show, of course, what would Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine, be without a couple of possible betting opportunities and possible betting gems as Larry gives us his Ponies Picks of the Day? Larry, take it away. Thanks, Jim. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> well, obviously, let's start at Gulfstream. Big day of racing mm-hmm. there as... Uh, big money, big stakes. Big stakes, big money. Uh, let's look at uh, race eight, which is the left prevoyant uh, stakes. Interesting, named after one of the best Canadian uh, race mares ever, La Prévoyante, owned by Jean-Louis Levesque. Oh, I did, that's a great tidbit. Exactly, exactly. So uh, uh, I like the number seven horse, Heavenly Curlin. She was a filly that I liked in her last start, uh, the Maple Leaf Stakes at Woodbine, and she won uh, quite handily in November. Uh, she's been uh, trained up to this uh, this race. She actually toyed with that field in the, in the Maple Leaf Stakes, and... Uh, She's been working lights out since for trainer Mark Cassie. And I think, uh, you know, going from the synthetic track uh, to the turf isn't really going to hurt her. She's by Curlin, and, and Curlin is a good turf sire. So she should like the turf. Uh, Gulfstream race eight, number seven, Heavenly Curlin. Nice. Okay, race 11 at Gulfstream is the uh, Pegasus World Cup turf uh, for a purse of $1 million, one and three sixteenths miles on the uh, turf. I like the number eight horse, another twist of fate. He seemed to have found his game now uh, going on the turf, and it's not something that is should be a surprise. This horse was well-meant uh, back in 2019. He was on the Kentucky Derby Trail. Didn't make it to the Derby, but he actually made it on the Preakness and didn't race that bad, but he didn't race that good either. So they laid him off a little bit. They brought him back, and uh, he's uh, looks like he's a turf horse and not a dirt horse. He uh, just won uh, at the San Gabriel Stakes at Santa Anita a couple of weeks back, and he won very easily. And I think, you know, he's got the class. He's got, uh, I like a horse that won its last turf and is stretching out to a, a longer distance. That's usually a big angle. So let's go with uh, number eight, another twist of fate in the Gulfstream uh, race 11. And let's bring us to uh, today's feature race, the uh, Pegasus World Cup. The race, big one. The big one, race 12. Obviously, number four, Nick's Go, looks like the horse to beat. He seems to be the speed of the speed. But I, I think there's some other horses in there that could run with them. At least I hope so, because the horse I like is number 10, Code of Honor. Now, <laughs> the 10 post is not a great post at the uh, one one eighth mile distance. In fact, I think from 10, 11, 12, there's only been 4% of the horses have ever won from that post. But so you like this horse. But I like this horse. This horse raced in the Clark Handicap in Kentucky, the Churchill Downs, back in November, had all sorts of trouble, and it looks like he, he got up for second, but it looks like they've been kind of pointing this horse to this race. He's, he's been working very well. His trainer, Shug McGahee, really knows what he's doing with a horse like this, so I think he's got a, a good shot. Tyler Gaffleone's riding him. Tyler knows the Gulfstream uh, track very well. So I think, you know, if he gets a little bit of a trip, he should be okay. So number 10, Code of Honor in the Pegasus World Cup. And if you have any money left, 
after those. Uh, let's look at Santa Anita. I like a horse in race eight, uh, which is an allowance race, one mile on the turf. Number four, it's Nupai Lamba. Comes into today's race off a closing third at six and a half furlongs on the turf. It's going a mile today. I think the mile distance should really help her out. So let's go race eight, Santa Anita. Number four, Nupai Lamba. Okay, real quick. I know some listeners probably heard you talk about Nick's go in the speed and assume if it's the fastest, why would you want to pick it? Because speed isn't always necessarily the best to win a race. Am I correct? That's correct because sometimes, uh, you know, horse will, there's two things that can happen. A horse can go out by itself and, you know, if, if he sets some, some decent speed fractions, can hold on. A lot of times, though, they'll just go and, and they get kind of like a runaway and uh, they'll kind of burn itself out. And then sometimes you look at, at a racing form and you say, well, that horse looks like the only speed. And the next thing you know, two other horses popped out of the woodwork and they'll, you know, provide some, some speed and make the horse work for it a little harder. So, But having said that, next goal, we're going to be hearing about this horse this year. Well, I think this horse, when they switched it to Brad Cox's barn, Brad Cox is a super trainer and, and he, uh, he's taken over this horse and he's got a Monomy girl and he's had some really good success with horses. And the, the Breeders' Cup, this horse was lights out, uh, uh, he went right to the front, and nobody got near him in the mile, the Breeders' Cup mile. So uh, I think you're going to be hearing about him moving forward. That's why Larry Simpson's the best, ladies and gentlemen. That's it. Thank you for joining us for this edition of Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine. Just a reminder, if you'd like to receive a free digital copy of the latest Ponies 24-7 magazine, email Larry Simpson at theponies247experience at gmail.com. Don't forget about the Ponies 24-7 Lymphoma Canada campaign. Don't horse around with lymphoma. For more information on this, go to the landing page, lymphoma.ca slash ponies. Stick around with 105.9 of the region all weekend long. The feed with the legend Ann Romer up next. I'll be back Monday morning. Take care. Thanks for listening. Bet wisely. Have a great day. Ponies 24-7, the radio magazine with Jim Lang and Larry Simpson has been brought to you by Woodbine, Woodbine Mohawk Park, and Ontario Racing. Tune in next Saturday morning at 8.30 for more on the world of horse racing. This is 105.9 The Region.